listen to I Hope I Can Make It Through, a Degrassi viewing podcast. I'm your veteran, Donnie. I'm your humanist neophyte, Frank. And today we are taking a look at Season 5, Episode 10, Redemption Song from Degrassi, The Next Generation. Um, So before we get too far into this episode, quick content warnings. We are going to be talking about the school shooting that happened last season. Uh, There is a brief reference to drug addiction, which we may bring up. Um, We're also going to be talking about a scene in which there is a little bit of dicey consent, which thankfully things are cleared up in, but the setup of it is really upsetting. Yeah. Um, So just quick heads up, and of course, as always, check the description for the timestamp and all that good stuff. Um, So today, I just realized we didn't introduce the A-plot and B-plot last episode we recorded. Because we did the whole thing. That's right, because we did the whole thing. So it doesn't matter. Anyway, Frank, <laughs> well, I'm looking at you, unless... <laughs> what else would you be looking at? <laughs> we got cats here that I could be looking at. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, They're a sight to behold. Yep, that they are. That they are. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the A-plot is... Um, excuse me. The A-plot is Spinner is trying to decide if he wants to go on the Friendship Club... Um, barbecue beach visit to retreat retreat um, to a much nicer lake than they went to in the past. Right. <laughs> um, I call the one in the past Discovery Lake in my own head. <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, Jimmy has been uh, has won the chance to paint a mural, um, and it causes some problems between Hazel and Ellie. And Jimmy. Yep. Um, so we'll start with the B plot first. Um, so that plot opens up with Jimmy and Hazel meeting up in the computer lab. Um, Jimmy has brought bagels. Hazel has brought coffee. They kind of exchange each other's orders. And, ha- and Jimmy's like, hey, like, what was the thing that you wanted to show me? And Hazel reveals that she has a plan for a road trip. Um her, her itinerary on the screen does not match up what she's saying is going to happen um, because she is naming places that that green highlighter that is pointed out on there definitely does not go through. Yeah, like Orlando. Yeah, like she's like, oh yeah, we'll go to Orlando and Atlanta, but like it looks like it starts in Detroit and ends in New Orleans. Yeah, it does hit Atlanta. I did check that out. Oh, yeah. But also, they don't kind of like... Like, she doesn't mention anything about, like, permission from, you know, Mr. Brooks or anything. So I'm just kind of wondering if this is, like, some wishful thinking on Hazel's part or what? I mean, it, it's very possible that she made the plan and then and then hopefully he'd be enthusiastic enough that he's like, oh, let me talk to my dad. Yeah. Um, and Ellie does, once again, her kind of like, I am not hiding the fact that this displeases me. Exactly. Which good for her. Yeah, Ellie Ellie appears and is like, oh, um, okay. Um, and she, you know, she's kind of like, oh, yeah, it's great. Um, and then there's this kind of tension, and then Hasselakos does a video statement and is like, you know, it's been a year since the shooting. Um, and how, like, we we kind of merge with the A-plot a little bit because Spinner presumably flashes back even though it doesn't really make any sense because it's just reusing shots. But it, it uses the shots to um, give you an idea of kind of what transpired the year before concerning his involvement in Rick's escalation on that day um, and how it resulted in him shooting Jimmy. Um, and Spinner is clearly rattled by this, whereas Hasselakos reveals, like, you know, kind of like in remembrance of what had happened the idea is to have a mural take place and the mural is going to be created by jimmy um and hazel's very surprised by this even being something that was happening and jimmy reveals like oh you know it was ellie's idea she encouraged me to explore this part of myself um yeah and then she's ellie says well jimmy's such a good artist and with the shooting we just thought it was right and then Paige leans forward to Hazel and says, when did Ellie and Jimmy become a we? Which, at the time, I kind of was like, oh, Paige, stop stirring that pot. But it is a good point. It is. It is. It's, it's, it's a very complicated... I feel like this is something that 
as a, as a person in the LGBTQ community, I see happen often where it's like two pals get awful friendly and very close. And you're like, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if this is romantic. And like, it is kind of true that it's like, I feel like it happens a lot, especially in LGBTQ circles where it's like, it's very, very like blurry to tell if someone is actually flirting with you or not, or like if they want to be really good friends and friendship is very intense when you are a marginalized person and you are friends with another marginalized person. And like, it's hard to kind of piece together. Um, and, and while Jimmy is not in the LGBTQ community, I do kind of understand Jimmy's perspective as someone who feels understood by Ellie. And I think a lot of those types of friendships, those weird types of friendships happen because of that mutual understanding of one's passion and one's identity in certain ways. And in this case, it's, it's that Ellie understands him as an artist and as someone who likes art and that doesn't mean, and like, you know, if he was a little more in touch with his emotional own personal emotional state, if he was more, um, I don't know, like, I mean, he's also gone through it in different ways, but, like, there was a way that to make both parties happy, but he wasn't really sure how to negotiate it because he himself was not quite realizing how well he was fitting in with Ellie. Yeah. Which happens. Well, I mean, I think it just comes from, like, we saw this literally in the last, uh, kind of the last episode, we talked, okay, we're just... We're recording out of order. Yeah. Um... But, like, you know, Liberty said, like, what's the most important thing between two... Uh, the most important thing between a couple, honesty. And it's not exactly dishonest, but it is withholding information. Yes, 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 yes. Definitely. Um, so, we... So, we have this kind of seed of doubt planted in Hazel's mind. Um, so we spend a lot of the plot at the mural itself. And, um... You know, it's kind of weird because you have uh, Ellie and Jimmy working together very closely. Um, Ellie is like, you know, like Ellie brings up like the road trip stuff and how, you know, if if Jimmy's going on the road trip, I guess there goes kind of the plan to do art lessons. And then she's like, it's fine anyway. You know, I'm working on a website for a comic book store. Um, And she was like going to invite Jimmy to help with illustrations for it. Um, and then as they're talking about this, Hazel shows up, which, which Frank pointed out her outfit. She is wearing all white. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, not really wearing what you would expect to go painting a mural. I mean, you know, I, like, I thought it would be interesting. She's just like, well, you know what? Let's get this, if, like, it's a guar show, like, let's get this thing all colored up. I would do that. So, Hazel's just like, I'm gonna take charge and be the organizer. Marco, go to my car, get the, um... She brought water bottles. Get the water bottles. Um, Paige, I'll wash these brushes. Ellie, just keep doing what you're doing. Right, right. And there is something about that acknowledgement, right? Like, it, it, it frames itself in a way that is, like, maybe... <laughs> goodbye, Basil. Maybe it's a way for for her to be like, you know, fine, I can I can work with this. I can work with the fact that this is someone who means something to a person that I love. And I don't have to just, like, entirely give in to jealousy and resentment and things like that. Yeah. And, and she's like, okay, fine, fine, fine. You know, Ellie helps him. He's had a tough year. Okay, fine. Um, so we go back to the mural, and Hazel is loudly musing about the color orange and how lonely it must be. I felt that this was kind of, like, not the best dialogue, but whatever. Right. But, like, Jimmy kind of comes back and just, like, and he's like, well, what's not a lonely word? And she said Hazel, because it goes so perfectly with Jimmy. And Jimmy's response, that doesn't even rhyme. I was like, that's kind of a mean way to put that. Yeah. So, like... And then um, Jimmy turns the attention away from his girlfriend back towards Ellie. Um, and he asks her if she's going to use Flash on her on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Hazel points out she's been reading comic books. I don't know if Jimmy into comic books. That's the thing. It's kind of hard to tell because it seems like he's more into like horror and not really into comic books. So it seems like a misguided attempt at connection. Yeah, and then Ellie says, no, it's not comic books, it's not The Flash, it's a computer program, it's complicated, and Hazel says, oh, I wouldn't understand it. Yeah. 
like I can understand where how Hazel's feeling like neglected and third like third wheeled in is. her own relationship. She is, but she is, and and it's like one of those things where I feel like it, it's always especially tough in these types of situations because it's like she is not even given the chance to really learn because he's not communicating that these are the things that he's into. Um, and it's it's like one of those things where it's like. I don't even know if I can inherently say anyone's totally at fault, but it does happen. Frank's just trying to get Dahlia to do the inevitable, which is jump in somebody's lap. Although she's looking at me. she's She is giving me a look. Come on. Up. Dahlia. Up. There we go. There we go. Come on. Oh, there we go. Anyway, um... There's not much to this B-plot. No, there isn't. Uh Um, We go back to the mural, another scene, and Hazel notices that a girl, who is just Ellie, is painted (laughs) in the mural. Um, No, baby, this girl girl in my fanfiction totally isn't her. No, absolutely not. Um, And when, and she just like goes up to Jimmy and spills the orange paint on him. Um... Yeah, I forget. Uh, and I'm like, okay, but she just—I do like she just looks at and goes, "You've got to be kidding me!" Yeah, <laughs> or paint. I I I do feel for her though, cause she's trying. Like she's trying so fucking hard, and to like see a mural, like yeah, no, you probably shouldn't pour orange paint on people. But honestly, the fact that she was trying so fucking hard to roll with this, and then she saw that, she's like, fuck this. I'm giving into impulse. And like. Jimmy, like, not to tell how, well, just like, Jimmy, like, Hazel was there through all of it. Like, you can't throw her up on the wall, too? I mean, I don't think, I I think it's because, okay, so we get to the other scene, Hazel confronts Jimmy about it, Ellie being on the mural, Jimmy's like, you know, I love Hazel, like, I love you, but Ellie inspires me. Um, And and Hazel's like, well, I'm going to do what I, you know, what you can't do, which is dump you. Um... And, like, break up. And, yeah, like, it's it's hard to tell because it seems like it's a pretty intentional addition. Yeah. And I understand what he's trying to get at in the sense of, like, people in your life fulfill different roles for you in your identity. Mm-hmm. There are people that you love, but w- they will not always be in the same spaces that other people are in. And that's that's fair like that happens like you're not always going to be able to have deep deep connections in every single aspect of your life with people there are people that i write with and there are people that i don't and that doesn't mean that you know i love the people that i don't write with any less but if i'm gonna talk about some really niche writer shit i'm gonna talk about it with people who understand it yeah but the addition of only Ellie and what seems to be only Ellie really in in the painting and not anybody else not Hazel not any friends or anyone although it looks like the parts of it are incomplete so like not everybody is put in yet it is not the nicest thing to do either they also put in like a shit ton of work in one day <laughs> right yeah no they were all hauling ass um it's one of those things where i don't think jimmy is necessarily wrong but I do think that... There's a way to go about this. Right, right. And, and I think Hazel having the fortitude to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I deserve better than than this is, is really important. And I'm glad that Hazel has that ability to be like, no, 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 no. Like, this is bullshit. I'm not going to be a part of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's the B-plot. Yeah, and that's literally <laughs> it. There's no other scene. There's no scene with Ellie and Jimmy. There's nothing. It's just Hazel being like, nah, fuck it, I'm good. I can't wait to watch the deleted scenes of this. <laughs> right? Like, it feels like there has to be one. Okay. Um, so let's go to the A-plot. Um, <laughs> in a changing room, somebody walks in while Darcy is trying on a bikini. Right. It's, it's Spinner. It's Spinner. Um, and... They have a miscommunication happen because he because Darcy thought that Spinner was going to the uh, retreat that the Friendship Club is going on. Spinner says he's not, um, and they have a slight tiff about it. Um, but there's still like the oh wow you look good in this bikini type bullshit. Heterosexuality is a disease. <laughs> um, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't apologize. Some some things can never be apologized for. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Hashtag all heteros. Um. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, so they eventually bump into Jay, and Jay says, like, Hey, Spinner, where were you at the party? Everyone was asking for you. Um, and Jay invites him to another one. Um, and, like, you know, maybe you'll be able to get off of Darcy's tight leash. Ho, 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 ho. Um, he says, like, um, at some point, I, he says, like, a, a horny honeys or something. I'm just like, fuck you, Jay. Yeah, he says some odd shit this whole episode, but that's not very surprising. Um... So we go to the friendship club meeting, and Spinner is asking about how God forgives, and specifically asks what happens to good people who are not Christian, which I had this question a little younger than, than Spinner, but it is a question I've had when I was a kid, because, like, I had a couple friends who were not Catholic, um, and I had a couple friends who were Jewish, specifically, and I was just like, well, what happens there? So I kind of appreciated Spinner asking that, because I do think that is, like, a legitimate question people ask. Um, and the guy who, the student who, like, runs his friendship club, what's his name? Um, Linus? Linus. I forgot his name is Linus. Um, Linus is like, you know, hey, like, after the meeting, he's like, hey, that was, like, a really good debate. Like, you should really go to the retreat. Um, and Spinner says some weird thing, like, oh, I'm worshiping with a friend. Oh, it's a Saturday. Yeah. That's why they put in so much time. Because I thought this all happened after school for some no. reason. <laughs> I was just like, man, they booked it. But I'm like, if you're working eight hours with that many um, people, more hands, less work. Right. So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I do I do kind of like this line. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, about that, I plan to worship with a friend. That's great. Is your friend a believer? Yeah, he believes in things like beer. <laughs> That's a good dumb guy line. It is such a good dumb guy line. Um, next time we see uh, Spinner, he, did we say he was trying to like get back, to be friends again? With no, we haven't. So after the announcement about the mural, Spinner tries to congratulate Jimmy in the hallway, and Jimmy is like trying to, trying to get the fuck away, uh, and eventually stops and is like, "I need you to understand this." You are dead to me. You are dead to me for the rest of my fucking life. You are dead to me. Um, and it's just trying to reiterate, like, you're not fucking getting back into my good graces. You can forget it. I am a resentful man. You should know this about me. Um, so, so for all intents and purposes, shutting down the chance for him to um, get back into his good graces. Um, we end up at the dot, and Jay is fucking flasking it at the goddamn dot. He's making himself, like... Homemade for loco, which is just whiskey, I guess, and and coffee. Like, yeah, he's trying to do like a caffeine alcohol type of combo. He's just fucking pouring some shit in his coffee, and he's like, "Hey!" And Spinner's not gonna say shit. Um, and Spinner is like, you know, don't like basically like, don't you feel bad about the fact that the shooting happened? I honestly was just like, I'm wondering, does Jay ever just get bored of being such a like an asshole? <laughs> right, like, 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 does it ever turn off? Apparently not. Fair enough. Um, uh, he, like, Jay says something like, we did the world a favor, and, like, I'm just, there's a lot in that statement. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, he, he clearly just doesn't feel bad. Yeah. He has no remorse for what has happened. And, and you know, we, we've wrestled with the topic of Rick as a person and all that type of stuff time and time again throughout the last season. Um, but Jay is just very much like, no, I feel, I, I sleep at night. I sleep like a fucking baby. Like, he really does not think what he did was wrong in any sense of the word. Yeah, so he advises Spinner that Spinner needs to have some fun, and Spinner's like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, oh god, cut to the party. He's like, nope, cut to Friendship Club. Yeah, he, like, comes over toward Darcy, he has his, he has, like, his, all of his stuff, he's ready to go, he's a sleeping bag. Um, and Darcy is, like, super pumped to see him, and they actually have a pretty cute little exchange, and he, like, he, like, hugs her, picks her up type thing. Mm -hmm. It's sweet. Um, as sweet as it can be. Um, we, we, Frank brought up, like, man, I wish I didn't hate Spinner, because I would, like, like this relationship. I mean, it's not coming back. He's also dead to me. Yep. 
<laughs> you and Jimmy with the same energy. Um, hey, the funny thing is, just like I know everything J- Spinner's done. Jimmy doesn't. That's true. <laughs> you know the true extent. <laughs> I have seen your true face, Spinner, and I care not for it. Oof. So, um... So, um, Friendship Club has, like, you know, their whole entire setup. They, they, like, have, like, a volleyball thing that they're having. Uh, Linus points out that he has a girlfriend and reveals that he has a pre-engagement ring, which is the most early fucking aughts thing. Mid-aughts. Whatever. Fuck. We're getting to the, the fucking purity ball type shit. And I just remember that being such a thing during this era. I need, oh my god, I'd love to go back and see if I can find fan fiction that deals with this. Oh, I'm sure it does. You have to go on ff.net, though, probably, which, good luck trying to search for anything. But, uh, I'm not even dabbled in fucking Degrassi fic on ff.net. Also because the search functions on ff.net suck. I always feel like there there would just always be a, like, something that's become a fucking mess and then it's successor to it. Do you remember, how, did you really go on ff.net? I'm sorry? Did you ever really use FF.net? I, okay, so I started with fanfiction.com. Right, right, we talked about this. That fucking wasteland that was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Then I went on fanfiction.net for a while, and I was kind of popular on there. Um, but then, I, I, there was a long period of time I stopped writing fanfiction to focus on my own writings. And then I just hopped back on AO3, but my flirtations are very casual, because I want to just keep making like original work. That's fair. I just thinking about, because, like, with FF.net, if you want to search for anything, they have these really weird, like, the character tagging system is entirely fucked. Because, like, you can only tag, like, two characters. Yeah. Like, I do feel, like, I feel like Archive of AO3 is, like, the best. It is. It's still scary at times. But the fact that you can, I, and I also feel like it's very silly to me that they don't have a subsection for background ships. Like, <laughs> I really wish... That that was a thing. Because people are like, oh, you can put an author's note and things like that. Like, yeah, I know. But sometimes I do not mind reading something if it has my character, my ships as a background. I do also love when you're, like, looking at the, like, tags and it'll be, like, you'll it'll just be, like, one that's just, like, you're, like, I'm prepared for this. And then you get to one, you're, like, I was not prepared for this. I think there was, like, one where I was, like, like it was just, like... Ass play. I'm like, cool. And then it's like, Palestinian-Israeli conflict. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what do these have to do with anything? My problem is... Um, <laughs> and, it, and it was for, like, a Harry Potter fan. What? <laughs> oh. my, my problem that I run into, which is uh, very neat, is um, people tend to tag too much and also tend to do the Tumblr rambling in the tags. So I always run into this problem where I don't read all of the tags, and I really should. Um, and there has, and if it's like a ship I really like that I actually read fic for, a lot of the time I try to read it anyway and know my enemy. But because of this, I have had two distinct moments happen to me a couple of months ago. And what's really funny was I was talking to a friend and they also had this happen where one, they read a fic and it was ABO and they didn't know it was going to be ABO. So you can imagine my shock when I'm reading it and somebody starts nodding. And I was like, oh, and I was like, scrolled back up, and I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> and I was. If you're wondering what these terms are, ask your parents. Yeah, don't, yeah. <laughs> um, so. I'm just imagining trying to talk to my parents about ABO and nodding and whatnot. <laughs> But like, <laughs> Which is, I think there's like one episode of Teen Girl Talk where the subtitle is, do we have to explain hentai to dad, exclamation uh, point, uh, question mark. <laughs> I, um, so, like, I was not prepared when that happened. It was like, oh, yes, and his, his dick began to not, I'm like, his what now? <laughs> um, and I was unprepared, um, and, and, uh, that's why you read all the tags, even if you have a ship. But then another situation happened where I was minding my own business, I'm vibing with a fic, I'm like, yeah, 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 they're about to get it on, about to get it on, I'm like, yeah, that's good. Didn't realize it was a daddy kink fic. So, uh, you know, we're going good, we're going good, we're going good, and a character who would never say this to another, to the other character goes, Daddy, and I'm like, oh, oh no, oh, I'm not into this. We're not trying to kink shame, we're just saying, like, it just sometimes comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it, it was, like, not set up at all in the fic itself, it didn't, like, I was thinking both instances, it was not framed. Oh, Valerie got overstimulated. Yep, um, get down, my legs falling asleep. 
But, like, I feel like, like, some ABO has this rich world building that you know is an ABO fic before, like, sex starts. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, there's, there's, there's thought going into it. You know, regardless of how you feel about ABO, you can't fault someone for trying to frame it a certain way. And, like, you go into it and you're like, yeah, okay, this is ABO. I know where I'm getting into. So it's like, when it doesn't frame it like that and it starts happening, you're like, oh, this is really jarring. Because, like, usually there's a lot of terminology leading up to it. In the terms of the Daddy King fic, it was just a ship that just would not have that kind of dynamic, so it was extra jarring, where it was like, like, mm, there's no daddies here. <laughs> and it was odd. So moving away from this to-do fic, then. Shut up, it wasn't to do fic both times, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was what? They were both Dimmy Doofix. How did I know? <laughs> Is that what you just asked me? How did I know? Because I know. Because it's always Dimmy <laughs> Doo. We, we are recording next That's not week. shame. That's not like... <laughs> I'm not trying to say. Because it always is. <laughs> <laughs> we should also note that we record next to my my board of Fire Emblem merch, which I say is my board of Fire Emblem merch, and every single time I'm like, yeah, you know, this is my Blue Lions board. Everyone's like, oh, your Dimension board? And I'm like, so maybe there is um, a bunch of Dimidu, and the only not Dimidu is a pin of Dimiclod and Sylvix that my friend sent me. Like I said, I'm not here. What's I'm, to say? <laughs> I'm not going to say, like, stop talking to me about it, but I do know what you spend the majority of your time talking about. <laughs> I have existed in your sphere for a while. <laughs> this, may, this may will make, like, what, two years of us doing this podcast? You're right. I mean, we are coming quick on our 100th episode. Holy shit. Um, it should also be noted that Frank goes to karaoke with me and my my uh, whole entire shtick of going to karaoke since since uh, I got hexed by Dimmy Doo. Since twenty nineteen. Since twenty nineteen. <laughs> July twenty nineteen. So not even a year. August twenty nineteen is actually when I started playing the game. Um has been I um will pick a song and I will just clearly say I am thinking about Dimmy Doo when I think about the song and then sing it. So that I really set the tone. Yeah, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not here to, like, give you shit for it, but, like... I'm predictable. Yeah. I'm a very predictable person. Like, if I... I'm an incredibly predictable person. Like, if you if you see, a, if I, like, if you think I don't see a picture of a red-tailed hawk or a red-tailed hawk just out in the wild, you don't think my immediate thought is Tobias from the Animorphs. <laughs> that's true, it has to be you. Like, with you, yeah. You know, that's just my, like, that's my wheelhouse. Yeah. Like... No, we, we, uh, we all have our comforts. Um, and mine is reading stuff for my ship and not reading all the text. Yes. And that's just how it goes. Anyway, Friendship Club. Yeah, so let's get back away. Can people can be forgiven? So let's get away from penises turning into knots and, and daddy kink back to this teenage <laughs> show about, like, they're going to a Christian retreat. Oh, man. Um, so, <laughs> um... So, Linus is talking about... How did we end up there? <laughs> like, I'm going to be editing and be like, oh, that's how. But like right now, I'm just like lost on how we ended up Because we were talking about how you wanted to see if fanfics had purity balls in them during this era. And then I said you'd have to go back to ff.net. And then we talked about tagging systems. You talked about how AO3's tagging system was better. And I brought up by my dimidusins. Fair. Cool. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Keep it pushing. Um, anyway, so, um, uh, you know, Linus emphasizes, like, the importance of spiritual, like, connectiveness and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um, back at the retreat, uh, Linus is having a talk with everyone about fear, and he brings up that you don't always get forgiveness in time. And it's very possible that basically you don't get forgiveness and you go to hell. Which, what the fuck? But, um... You know, he, he puts it on Spinner, and it was like, hey, Spinner, is there anything you need to atone for? Um, what about Jimmy? And Spinner's like, well, well, how, why do you, how do you know this? Which we both were like, why wouldn't he know this? Yeah, well, like, how the fuck does not everybody, like, fucking, you know, it got out to Jimmy, and the next day, everyone was giving him the cold shoulder. Like, he had to, like, talk to Darcy, who didn't know. Right, like, this is such juicy information. Like, there's no way that this never... And I hate calling it juicy, but in the gossip world of a high school, this would be everywhere. Yeah. Um, 
So, um, Spinner storms off. Him and Darcy have a fight. And Spinner has a tattoo? Yeah, like, I point out he has a leg tattoo, which <laughs> because he doesn't normally wear shorts. Right, like, we weren't ready for it. Jay has, like, a tribal band, which I believed. I was <laughs> like, that's in character. <laughs> um, so then, like, he calls Jay to come pick him up. Jay t- pulls up in his, like, you know, souped-up car, blasting some tunes. And Jay is just like, oh... Look at these ladies. Yeah, he's, like, super fucking gross. Um, and, like, and I guess he, like, used up his all might being actually a decent person mm. power. Because he says, I drove two hours to pick you up. Right. He's like, hey, why don't you let me hang out a little bit? I'm honestly surprised he wasn't, like, take the fucking bus and I hung up. Right? Yeah, he, he was, uh, maybe he, uh, was scheming this from the gym. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Spinner is just like, he's, Spinner's like, okay, and like tries to set up some boundaries, like, you can have one hot dog. No beer. <laughs> I, and like I said, I, I, oh, okay, one hot dog, beer stays in the car, your mouth stays shut, and something else stays in your pants, clear? Jay says, I don't know, let me pray on it. Which, that's a funny line. <laughs> Jay has some really funny lines regarding religion in this, and I... It, it kind of made me laugh. So, Jay is, like, putting the moves on this girl named Melinda. Mm-hmm. He's, like, doing some bullshit, like, oh, you know, my mom had a drug addiction. I was addicted to helping people. Um, he does a little thing. He's like, you know, and then I left, and I went to Ecuador, and I, I, I helped build, build houses. She's like, is that why you left school? She's yeah. Like, yeah. And what Darcy points out, Melinda's kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, um, and... Meanwhile, Spinner apologizes to Darcy, and Darcy admits that she, like, she's like, you know, I can party. And I I really don't know how I feel about this with Darcy, where it's, like, this weird agenda of, like, religious people can have fun. And, like, but whenever she brings it up, it's, like, a weird, like, it's, like, a weird barb at Spinner. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like these qualities about her would would come up eventually. But, like, they need to, like, have them be, like, barbs. I think because, like, she's countering him. Because he's, yeah. he's always just like, oh, Christian I guess people. it's just we do it a lot. They do it a lot with the, their dynamic. And I'm like, I get it, okay? She, she's, she's drank a beer. <laughs> yeah. I get it. She's like, I've seen a man with his shirt off. Right? <laughs> okay. I've seen a nipple. <laughs> it's like, all right. Cool. Oh, God. What's the thing Tumblr said? I've seen a male presenting nipple. Right? Like, <laughs> Look, there's one. Like, alright. That's cool. Um, and then as they're apologizing and clearing the air, Spinner catches Jay trying to walk off with Melinda and is like, Woo! We can't have that happen. Um, and Jay and Spinner walk off, um, and they have a fight, mainly... Okay, well... No, I'm not gonna bring up this gross line about Bible thumping. No, no, it's not worth it. But you can figure out what he said if you do not remember the line yourself, dear listener. Um, so he does. So they like have the whole fight thing, and Jay is just like, "Well, why are you with Darcy?" And and Spinner's actually very sincere about this. And this is the problem with Spinner. I think Spinner and Craig both kind of suffer from this. Um, Peter, Peter, I don't necessarily count in this, but in this attempt of trying to make him more likable, it kind of fits in it as well in the sense of, like, these boys have done horrible things, and then they are given the space to be good boys, and it's really hard to parse together if you've watched the show for too long. Because there's a part of me watching this going, Spinner's, Spinner's a pretty okay dude. But this episode, also within the same breath, is saying, like, look at what Spinner did. And look at the fact that the person that, when he apologized, the person said, no, fuck you. And he had a right to say that. Like, it's it's one of those weird types of runarounds with these characters where it's like, they do horrible things, but they're also given the space to do good things. And if you've watched the show for many, many seasons, it's almost difficult to figure out how you feel about the character. Yeah. Um, but he's, like, very sincere. Like, no, I like Darcy. I just like her. She gets me. I get her. Um, and when Jay asks if they've, like, had sex, Spinner's like, it's not like that. Like, we're not having sex, and that's fine. 
And that is kind of important to see, right? To see a character that's a teenager, a character who has had sex in the past, decide, no, I don't need it. Because I like being with her, and that's okay. Yeah. Like, there is something very good about that from, like, a representation perspective. Yeah. Um, and so Jay and Spinner get kind of pissed off at each other. Darcy comes in with beers, like, hey, look at me. I know how alcohol works. Um, and Jay is, like, impressed. Um, you know what bothers me about this? It has the same energy as, like, the girl who's, like, super, like, knows, like, all this martial arts because, like, she she had, like, three brothers. Like, it kind of has that energy of, like, oh, look at me. I'm, like, super perfect because of some weird archetype thing. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, action lady love interests yeah i feel like that's the thing where i don't think she she is flat i don't think she is i don't think she's a port like i don't think she's like a mary sue or whatever like that and let's be real mary sue's is like a farce anyway um but like it's this weird come up and like you know trying to like win like trying to to uh i can't even think of the word right now but like it it it, it is delivered in a similar way to the way that girls are written in action films that annoys me yes it's it, it's like I know how like I know how to make cars because my dad always wanted a boy. Where right. It, it's just like I know how to do this because I'm fun. Right. Right. Like I am not just any girl. Yeah. And and I don't actually think that's what Darcy actually is. It's just the way that these like punchlines are framed. It, it comes off as such. Yeah. Um, it's just like that's constant saying like I'm not like the other girls it's like what the fuck's wrong with other girls all the girls are amazing exactly and I think that's <laughs> exactly what she's saying but she's saying like I'm not like the other Christian girls yeah and I don't really think that's the intent but that's how it's coming off yeah um, but yeah so Jane Spinner get dwinky um, Darcy decides to not partake because she reveals like oh like it tastes like vomit to me because I drank some too much and I bombed um and Spinner is like, okay, well, I'll get, like, another round for me and Jay, and stupidly leaves Jay with Darcy, which was foolish. Um, and Jay frames it initially as, like, you know, Spinner really likes you, like, he really cares about you, like, man, I don't know what it is, but you're just, you're just different, but you want to know what's happening? Manny, she's coming out of the woodwork, and she's gonna fuck him, and I don't know what's gonna happen. So, not only is this a shitty thing to do because he's lying, but I also realized, like, just now as we're talking about it, this is a shitty thing because he's playing off of... Yes? <laughs> he's Her tail is so puffed. Yeah. Um, he's playing off... He's using Manny's unrightfully shitty reputation... Right. ...to, like, use that to... Oh, that's what bothered me. The second he spoke, I was like, don't you dare do this. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> let me slut shame another girl and so i can use that to gaslight you right exactly it's like really fucking scummy yeah um and he's like you know like you're just gonna have to i guess oh you're God, just gonna... no puppy yeah. <laughs> sometimes the demons find her and we can't see them so spinner comes back jay's like oh, i did you a favor man your lady awaits yeah like he thinks he did this great fucking thing you know what would have made this really interesting? If Jay got converted. Right. <laughs> like, he, like, um, but, like, and this, this next scene is just so uncomfortable and terrible. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Darcy basically starts. I mean, she removes her shirt, and then she, like, pulls down the strap of her bikini top, and, like. Spinner is, like, rolling with it. Because initially, like, he's like, okay, I got the green light. I got the green light. And she's clearly, like, distressed. She's crying. Yeah, like, she she starts crying. And he does, like, stop and ask her. And I do appreciate that. I'm glad it doesn't go further than really, you know, some open mouth kissing on, like, collarbones and stuff. I'm, I'm grateful for that. Because um, he's, like... He's, like, into it. And then he, he's, like, really into it at first. And then he's like, oh, something's off here. And then finally, like, stops. Um, and she says that she knows about Manny. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I haven't talked to Manny in, like, a year. Yeah. And then he, like, he's just like, 
Okay, start at the beginning. Right. What did she say to you? Right, right. So, um... Meanwhile, Jay is playing volleyball. And once again, I'm just like, fuck, this is so stupid and What funny. does he say? That's the line again. <laughs> um, he, like, hard spikes the ball on, like, against the other team and just yells, who is your savior now? <laughs> like... <laughs> Which is a fucked up line to say here, but it's so fucking funny. <laughs> funny i can't lie it's fucking funny i wish i wish i could deny that it's hysterical but it's hysterical i'm sorry so I, i'm a jilted former gaff like i i find that funny uh i'm a former protestant who's now a humanist i just like meh <laughs> um and then like spinner comes like marching up and just starts beating the shit out of jay jay swales him uh, <laughs> and like he like Jay's like, I was trying to do you a favor. Um, and Spinner's like, you're the one who ruined everything. Jay's like, yeah, I'm the devil. <laughs> I'm the devil. I'm the evil lowdown sinner. Somebody save me. I'm sure there's like one person who like raced to their tent to get their literature. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, his delivery is pretty funny too. Cause he's like, I'm the devil. <laughs> um, and Spinner says, you know what? Get out of here. I never want to see you again. Ever. Go, go. And there's literally a moment where I, I said, it's just like, looks like he's on the edge of crying. He's like, what a fight. <laughs> and then, like, he walks off. And all that I'm thinking about, he has to drive two hours back home after getting his fucking ass kicked. And yep. he must have sand everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're still at the retreat. And Spinner says, like, I'm too far gone. I'm like, you know, I hurt everyone. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can understand that feeling of hopelessness. Yeah. Um, but Darcy says, like, I'm going to help you. Like, we'll find Jesus together and we'll forgive you. <laughs> and, like, I know, like, you know, as a former Catholic and a former Protestant, like, that probably sounds, like, that sounds ridiculous to us, I guess. I think, I think the thing is, is, is the idea and the firm position that forgiveness is found through Jesus, as opposed to, Jesus is an option, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's an option, that's an avenue, and that is very, like, very well where Spinner may end up, but... Well, for me, I'm talking more about, like, I, I feel better that this is Darcy trying to help Spinner. Yeah, that's a good point. And the fact that Spinner, like, even, even, like, Spinner isn't, Spinner's not great. No. Spinner has done some terrible things. He's not Jay. Like, a girl was upset that he was hooking up with, and he, like, stopped, like. That's true. And I know that's, like, also kind of the lowest like, you know... Not, ever, not everyone has, has uh, succeeded in that in Degrassi. Yeah. So, like, I'm gonna give Spinner the... Like, I'm gonna say, like, I'm not sure if he deserves forgiveness from Jimmy. But I don't think... Uh, it, it's it's rough for me to say, like, because I don't think I'd ever be able to forgive Jim, Spinner, Spinner for this. But I don't think he deserves to be cast out forever. Or, like, feel completely shitty about himself if he's willing to put in the work to make himself feel better. And, uh, like, going back to what you're saying, like, this is one option, and maybe this isn't, like, the option for him, but it, it's up to what he's going to do. That's mm -hmm. what I'm interested in, and I think that's why Darcy's saying we're going to do this together interests mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. But, before you scurry off, what would you rate this episode? I'm going to give rated a B plus. Okay. Um, I'm sad to see the longest running Degrassi relationship so far come to an end. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this is kind of the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's nice to not see a relationship. I'm glad that it wasn't straight up cheating. Yes. I One, it would really tarnish how I see Ellie as a character. And it makes sense, honestly. Like, yeah. After the last Jimmy episode, it makes sense that this is what happened. Right, and and there's something to be said about it. it's like it's like you know sometimes you just grow and change, and and I think that that it makes sense, especially after a traumatic experience. You're gonna have to figure out who you are, and yeah. this seems to be what Jimmy is. And it took a year to really get to it, 
but it's not Hazel's fault. Yeah. I like that Hazel feels weird about the situation, but she's allowed to feel weird, and she's not going to be vilified because of it. I like that she was able to um, stand up for herself. Yes. And, um, like, you know, say, right. say what she needs she needed to say. Exactly. Um, so, rankings. Uh, Jay going down. Mm-hmm. Spinner is going to bump up a few spots for, you know, what we talked about. Mm-hmm. Hazel is bumping up a bunch of spots for advocating for herself. That was a word I could not remember. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, Jimmy, you know, bumps up a spot for making the mural. I don't feel like he's fully to blame for all this, because I feel like he's still kind of confused about everything. Ellie's going to bump up a spot for just being Ellie Mm -hmm. and, like, you know, supporting Jimmy in this. Uh, Darcy... I'm going to leave her where she is, because I just, I just feel bad for Darcy in this episode. I feel bad for Darcy literally all the time. Yeah. Um, I don't really feel like Linus and the rest really need, like, you know, rankings. I don't think we're going to see them again. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it, honestly. Yeah. So. Who gets to say fuck? Spinner. Okay. Yeah, that's to, fair. He gets to say fuck you to Jay. That's fair. Um, so, recommendations. Um, for me, I feel like there is something I could recommend right now that's relating to this, but honestly, my brain is mush. Um, um, I guess I will recommend... Actually, you know what? I will recommend something I'm watching right now. I'm watching the latest season of The Bull Type. The Bull Type is, like, a weird series in the sense that it's another one, similar to Good Trouble, which I recommended a couple episodes ago, where it's like, is it the best? No. Is it well-intentioned? Yes. It's, like, freeform, so I feel like it's always, like, they have very good intentions, but the execution is very odd. Um, And while we're talking about um, men and women and relationship dynamics that may be a bit different or not quite fall into similar trappings... Uh, the latest episode of the current season that is airing actually addressed uh, pegging in a way that was, like, I really appreciated because it was kind of one of those things where uh, one of the main characters, Kat, is is uh, sleeping with a guy and the guy asks because it's something that he's interested in um, and she at first is like, I don't get it, like, I don't really understand the appeal or anything and then, like, through the support of her friends and through the support of her sexual partner, they, like come to a consensus about it and like learn more about it and how it's not a unusual request to have um so i really appreciate that they were talking about it pretty explicitly um because i feel like it's something that if you're not used to it 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 can be an odd request but it was nice to have a guy just straight up be like yeah no i want this to happen like that sounds great sweet let's do it um, so I really appreciate it. Like I said, the bull type, your mileage may vary, but man, sometimes when it hits, it hits something very well, it hits very, very, very well. So it's another one of those things where if you have Hulu, give it a shot, see what you think of it, because I do think that it has some really good qualities to it, even if it may sometimes fall into that kind of trap that a lot of freeform shows do in terms of like, you have very good intentions, but I don't really think you know what you're doing. So I enjoy it. Oh, um, I'm going to recommend, um, you know what, I'm going to recommend the album Van Lear Rose, um, by Loretta Lynn and Jack White, Mm. um, mostly because it has a gospel song on it, and I just love Loretta Lynn, um, the song is God Makes No Mistakes, and I often take in, um... I've often taken issue with that statement, but, you know, it's a good album, and it's a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, that's it for me. Well, that being said, everyone, Frank, you've made it through. Uh, this one was easier. Yeah, this one was much easier. <laughs> um, it's been, been a long day, but hey, I love doing these Saturday recordings and just being able to hang out with my pal. Um, so if you want to hang out with us, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can email us at ihopod at gmail.com. 
feel free to see uh, to ask us if you are interested in uh, appearing on an episode. We're way more looser with appearances this season because, like, I mean, work has been held for me. We've been going through it. It's way easier for us to just kind of go at our leisure. But if you do want to work uh, work with us on an episode, we will gladly work with you to make it happen. Um, feel free to email us any questions, comments, concerns. Um, uh, there's someone who has sent us an email. I said it a little earlier um, that sent us some statements. Please know I saw them. We are going to go through them and answer them soon. Um, and that goes for anyone. Feel free to send us stuff. We definitely look at it, and then we will bring it to the air if it is something that you would like to have on the air. Um, if you want to support the show... Uh, the best ways to do it is you can follow us on social media at I Hope Pod on Twitter, or you can join our Facebook group at I Hope I Can Make It Through Podcast. Frank is more on the Facebook group. I'm more on the Twitter. Um, so if you would like to talk to us uh, in those areas, you can. Um, and as always, if you say something that you want Frank to know, and I'm on the Twitter Twitter account, I will let Frank know, and vice versa with the Facebook account. Um you can also support us by donating to our coffee. Any money that we gain through our coffee account goes directly back to the show, whether it's compensating guests or tech upgrades. Uh, we also have our review challenge, as always, so if you're interested, feel free to leave reviews and ratings. Once we hit certain tiers, we're going to start giving back content to you as a gift. Um, and some of this ranges from going into old Degrassi episodes, writing our own fic, doing plotline shuffle type stuff, all that fun thing, all those types of fun things that we genuinely enjoy doing for the show and would love to do more of as a thank you to you. Um, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, it's probably the best way that you can find me at DM is Unbreakable. Um, I do a lot of fandom stuff. I write a lot of fanfic, but sometimes I write some original work as well. And sometimes I talk pretty much my biggest high horse right now is about like mental illness representation. Um, that seems to be the big high horse I am not getting off of anytime soon. Also, um, if you are interested in, as we were talking about Dimitri and to do, uh, I am moderating a zine de dedicated to them, which is a charity zine, which is going toward NAMI to support mental illness-related resources. Um, and if you're interested in applying to it, applications are open until March 18th. So if you have any questions about that, feel free to ask me or join us on Twitter at CherishedZine uh, and see our application information. We hope that that might be something you're interested in because it is something I'm really passionate about in many senses of the word. Um, I have another podcast called Teen Girl Talk. I don't know what we're recording this week because it's only recording out of order. Um, it's going to be, this is Susie's month because it's her birthday month. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Sir I Would Challenge. Uh, yeah, that's about it. And that being said, everyone, we hope we can keep making it through and that you're going to be there with us. See you next week. Later. Bye. To preach a thanks for making time for me today. Hope you don't mind if I hide behind the curtain. It's been 15 years since my last confession. By your good Lord standards, I seem like a champion. But that book seems a tad bit outdated. Yeah.